Sexy and I know it. 
Trying to tan my cheeks what? This is how I roll Come on ladies, it's time to go We headed to the bar, baby Don't be nervous No shoes, no shirt And I still get service Watch Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body I work out Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body Girl, look at that body I work out When I walk in the spot This is what I see Sexy and I know it like a squirrel. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up. Woo! You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. There we go. Call 775 this morning because I had a dream. I get a lot of great ideas like when I'm driving. I always have great ideas when I have nothing to write down with or no pen or paper, no phone right by me. The phone has helped me a lot. So this one, it was 5.30. It hit me in the head in the dream, and I was like, got to go do it. So I woke up, showered. I wrote it down real quick. And I didn't. Now, look, look, look. I got to say, I got to say, honestly, the first one is better because the problem is, is I can't, I can't find a karaoke version of this song. Okay? I can't find a karaoke version of this song. And if you know me, you know I love George. I was dreaming about seeing George Thorogood in concert because I looked at his concert dates, but Lo and behold, he's nowhere near me for the next year and a half, so I, I just hope he doesn't die. And, and there's a song at the end of Gone in 60 Seconds. We are going to be playing it today. It's called Ride On Josephine. Ride On. It, 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 it's, it, it's this song here. 
Right? We'll, we'll play it later. I mean, this is... To me, this is better than Bad to the Bone. The saxophone solo in this is second to none. Dude, this song, you crank it when you're driving. Hold on, let's get to it. Are you with me? You goddamn right I am. Right on, Josephine, right on. Right on, Josephine, right on. So, okay. So, here we go. Here is the new show version of that song. You see, we, we did bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. <laughs> Child rape ain't all that keen, bye-bye. <laughs> so I had to do it this morning. So one more time. And we do have her in the news today. Bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. If anybody can find me the actual karaoke version of that song, I would really appreciate it. I, yeah, because I, I love uh, that is so fucking awesome for Jizzlene. Oh, man. Dave Co. Oh, I've got something for you, Dave Co. This is just Dave, Dave Co. You're here. Man, I found this this morning, and I saved it immediately so I could play it when you got here. Uh, it's on the well, old you knew where you ticky, were. ticky Your talk. phone was off. Oh, shut up. I texted. Shut up for a second. Let me go to my damn page here. Okay, this is for you. This is one of those mean tweet versions of Tom Brady me- reading mean tweets of himself. Tom Brady seems like the kind of man who doesn't know how to use a wrench. <laughs> kind of true. Hi, I'm Tom Brady, and I'm a crybaby, and I have a butthole in my chin. <laughs> butthole? Can we be real for a moment? Is there really anyone you'd rather see dropped in a vat of rendered bacon fat <laughs> And Tom Brady? <laughs> Hope everyone has a great Monday, except for Tom Brady. F*** you, Tom Brady. F*** you. Tom Brady, you suck booty. You ugly. You suck. You throw like a fat lady with a flabby arm and a little girl butt face. Hashtag Tom Brady. Hashtag suck. You suck. Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. I do cry too. You Tom Brady. I hope this loss depresses you so bad that you hardly have sex with your supermodel wife. In your giant mansion. I have no comment to that. You ever watch, listen to Tom Brady speak and think to yourself, this is the personification of an actual butthole taking a 
I hate Tom Brady so much, but I have no legit reason to. He's a nice guy, but I hope they break his legs. <laughs> Tom Brady really is a good QB, but he will forever be known as a d bitch. <laughs> you, Tom Brady. I hope your dog eats chocolate and gets really sick and throws up on your sock. That's up. Tom Brady. There you go. Dave Co. That was all for you. When I when, when I saw that, and I know your disdain for Tom Brady, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play that on the old show. Uh, Douglas, that was a uh, that was something I found on TikTok. Tom Brady reading mean tweets of himself. Uh, let's go to the good. I haven't done good mornings yet. Oh, holy shit! Yet. Uh, let's see. Hangtown Jen says, "Oh my God, I made it first. Happy Friday, ass family. Uh, kind of made it first. Brady kid called it, you know, last week. But okay, whatever." Uh, Straight Fire says, congratulations, Jen. Happy Friday, ass family. We made it. Douglas says, happy Friday, everyone. Just a few more hours of work. Then I'm heading to Tahoe. Nice. Nice. Go out. Get out of the fucking heat. Ghost in Nevada says, morning, y'all. Scotty Bud, get your breakfast, Darnie, and let's go. Young Harm is in the house. The artist who is the smartest, Young Harm, is in the house. He is the man responsible for all the cool shit you see on TikTok. That isn't just me and, and, and Instagram and Facebook. He does all the artwork. So good morning, young harm. Uh, Braddy Kid's here. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day. Hangtown Jen, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Yeah, that was for you. Scotty Bed says, I'm dedicating this song, well, to myself. Yeah, as well you should. Uh, Kenny Chesney will be here, 6422. Oh, I'm out of town that day. Uh, okay, Arnie. So that I can have while I'm driving because I'm off in a couple hours. Uh, Dave Co. Happy Friday. I'm working on a roof today. I hope it gets to be 108. That'll be fun. Hang down, Jen says. It has to be fate. Last week I was able to uh, aspire a walker, large lady, with Eye of the Tiger. Inspire a walker with Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> this week, same walker, same happy to me. Passed her in time to give her the passionate. Yeah, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Good, 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 good. Uh, Brady fumbled that ball. Okay. Uh, you should go to karaoke nights at bar and do your versions to promote the show. Oh, vi- oh, that's not a bad idea. I can just do the first part of that song, though. I can just do this part right here. Bye-bye, Jizzling, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jizzling, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jizzling, child rape ain't all that keen. Baby, baby, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Or we could, of course, do this one. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you, please don't take that, girl. Man, people be looking at me like, what the fuck is he saying? Uh, <laughs> what is this? That was the Tom Brady thing. Uh, Dave Coe says, I'm in love. I wonder if some of those comments came from me. Yeah, uh, yeah, just my son and myself to Tahoe for the weekend. Well, that's awesome, man. Good. Get away for the weekend. It is Father's Day weekend. And in honor of Father's Day, we have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch return today. The battle of the TV dads and who will be on. The Mount Rushmore of that. Oh, this is going to stir up some shit on social media. Whoa, Nelly. Can't wait. Be answering tonight. Uh, all right. 
Yesterday, I was telling you a story. Uh, we, we, we talked about Frank Bonner, the guy who played Herb Tarlick. I No, this is not the start of the show yet. Talked about the guy who played Herb Tarlick and how that show was really, really a funny show, but nowhere near being truthful to being like radio, except Herb Tarlick. And I told you about a sales guy, and I just found this out this morning. Uh, his name was Tom English. We, we fucked with Tom so much because he never left the office. He never did anything. When we would come back from lunch, because, yes, I used to work from 5 in the morning till about 6 or 7 at night as an intern, as learning the business and doing that stuff, we would always bring our trash back from us with lunch, from lunch, and we would put it in Tom's car. He never said anything about it. The greatest trick we ever did was Tom would never replace the water in the, in the water cooler. Never. And Tom wasn't a big guy, but he wasn't a pussy. I mean, the guy played golf every weekend, for Christ's sake. He had a wife that was like, I thought his wife was like 17 when I, when I met, and he was like 60. But uh, he would never change the water cooler. And... One day we had had enough, so we had we emptied the water cooler. It was it was drained, and there was one sparklets bottle left. And I put it in an area where little Tom could reach it, and we turned off all the water in the building. Tom, of course, first one there. Come and, and his daily routine was he'd come in, get a cup of coffee, grab the paper, take a shit in the morning. That was his day. Okay, then he would just start cold calling people. Sure enough, I walk back there, and Tom's in the bathroom, and I see on his desk a half-drank cup of coffee. And this is before, like, coffee was a fad. Kids, this is, this is P.S. This is pre-Starbucks. This is when only your parents and your grandparents drank coffee. And I looked at the cup, and it was half full, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I walk into the break room, and the water cooler had not been changed. And I checked, the water's still out. The fucking drains are all off, right? And we, we, only, we came to one decision. There were no bottles of water. This is, this is pre-bottled water, too. Tom dipped the coffee pot into the toilet and took the water out of the toilet and then poured it in. That, that, that was the only decision we ever came up with with that. Well, I found out today. That my good friend, and he was a big mentor to me, passed away on March 25th. I was very sad to read that. But if I know Tom, Tom was waiting for Frank Bonner to get there to say, job well done. And we have a clip, and I told you about this. This was Tom English. This is, this is, this is so true. Like, this clip is the greatest clip I've ever found from WKRP on the realism of radio. Now, no offense, Bailey. Tom. But part of your job around here is writing commercials. But you don't do a very good job. How so? All right. Don't get upset. Now, I know you're a journalism school graduate, but you don't know how to put the bite in the old sales message. For example. Now, now that is exactly something that Tom would say 
to somebody creative like myself or anybody else was was cutting one of his commercials. And we would come back and we would write something and then Tom would do this. For example, this copy from the North Mall Pet Village. Copy Get a load of this big guy. Wouldn't you like to come home to a cuddly, warm little companion like a cocker spaniel? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I like it. Big guy. They're selling dogs left and right down there. What we got to do is move the merchandise that's oh, piling up God. in the back. Oh, God. I see. For example, Herb. For uh, and then here comes, like, like you submit a script. Thank you, Jen, uh, for saying that. You submit a script to them, and they'll look it over, and they run it over, quote-unquote, with the client. But this is always what happens. It gets sent back, and it's just like this. Example, Bailey, this is the way you write one of these things. <clears throat> Big snake sale. Save. Save. Mix and match. Everything's marked down. These marvelous pets are quiet, hard to find. Rid your home of pesky rodents and unwanted baby chicks. Startle your friends today. I, 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 they must have had somebody who was a former DJ write that whole segment because that right there is the most truthful thing I've ever seen on TV. Exactly what a salesperson would come back with. And I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I know that Tom is up there listening to me right now, laughing his ass off at a video poker machine. Probably smoking a cigarette, drinking a scotch on the rocks. So, uh, God bless you, Tom English. You're a hell of a man. So, there you go. All right. Now, now we still can't start the show yet. No. Uh-uh. Can't start the show just quite yet. Uh, last night, <whistles> Buenos dias, O'Gar. How are you, my friend? Um, last night on the Vice Network, <whistles> they have a two-hour special. I only watched the first hour. I, I was I, I was dragging ass yesterday. I guess maybe that's why I woke up at five thirty this morning because I went to bed early. Uh, they had the the China documentary on the movie about China, the pro wrestler, former pro wrestler. God damn. Just the first hour. I mean, what the stuff that she had to go through. I mean, look, I I, I, I know that her clit was as big as your big toe. I, I, I know that. I mean, I it, she used a lot of steroids. She was a big gal. Had that big-ass chin. Looked like she should be a Family Guy character even before Family Guy was a thing. Uh, Tim says, please, for the love of God, do not put Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin in the same conference. I, look, I, 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 just, I just make the brackets. That's all I do. That, that, that's all I do. Um, but here we go. Uh, yeah, so China, who had all that plastic surgery done, and, and they explained it in a way last night that I'd never heard it before. What they did to her in the WWE. And, and, and I got to say, you know what? It, 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 it's really, and this is one of the big reasons why I don't like Triple H. 
he really stabbed her in the back. I mean, he stabbed her a lot of times, you know, probably in the, with, you know, in the back, in the front, in the mouth. You know what I mean? But he really, I mean, he, he, he did her really dirty. Now, when I watch the rest of it, I'll let you know, you know, even more. But whew, that first hour is tough. That is a tough first hour. Okay, we got through everything. Okay, we can start the show now. All right. All right, good. Good. All right, we got everything out of the way? Okay. Oh, you know what? Here, here, here you go. I'll get my TikTok jokes out of the way real quick. Uh, TikTok jokes today. And by the way, if you're a sponsor or something, you know somebody wants to sponsor, maybe my jokes, not only will they go on the show here, but they'll be on my TikTok and they'll be on my Instagram too. So if you want to be the sponsor of the jokes, let me know. Um, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? Why did Stephen Hawking's prefer one-liners? <laughs> because he couldn't stand up. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay. All right. Is that enough? Is that, is that it? Okay. Promote shit, promote shit. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get some info. Hey, if y'all want to call the Esquire IMAX in Sacramento and go, hey, what's the info on tickets? Please do, because they still ain't got back with me yet. So I, I don't have any ticket info for the September 17th uh, birthday extravaganza, also known as Arnageddon. Big show happening September 17th. All right, let's start the show. Uh, all right, yesterday. I, I don't want to look. MSNBC guest host Jason Johnson rallied against the unlikelihood that additional seats would be added to the United States Supreme Court and create a liberal majority. Now, now, come on. Can, can, can we just stop this? Can I, I, I don't want to hear about the court packing anymore. What is wrong with the United States Supreme Court right now? This is what I don't see. This is the problem. And I've told you guys this a lot. Once you guys, once we give, anybody gives in a little bit to people, they just start taking and taking and taking and taking and more. You've got the house. You've got the representatives uh, uh, of the Senate, presidency, and now you want to pack the Supreme Court. Now, now this comes a day after, a day after, and on the morning of, the day after the Supreme Court stood up for your constitutional rights of freedom of religion when they backed up. Uh, a Catholic church who wouldn't allow gay couples to adopt because it's against their religion. And then yesterday, yes, yes, yeah, Richard, absolutely, yesterday, the United States Supreme Court upheld Obamacare again. By the way, the vote wasn't that close. It was a 7-2 to two vote. Now, 
can we just stop with all this talk about packing the court and calling these men and women that serve on the United States Supreme Court to try to question their integrity, I think should be an impeachable fine for who, or, or a censured fine for a senator or a representative. As they're calling for the oldest member, what's his name, Breyer, to step down so Joe Biden can get a liberal in there right away. Because, look, honestly, that should point out one, that, that should have a big flashing red light with it when they're saying that. Because they know this ticket can't win in three years. They've done so much damage in the first six months. They know that there is no way, and I mean no way. They figured out a way possibly to cheat this election. They ain't going to be able to do that next time. They're going to have to really, really, really cheat. And when you have to do it that bad, you're going to get caught. But they know, and and Breyer, who's like, what, 80, 84 by the time the next presidency, maybe, and then he dies, and it's going to be a Republican that gets elected next time. So there's going to be another Republican on the court. Oh, my God, there's so many Republicans on the court. Yet they uphold Obamacare. <laughs> breaking news, Stephen Byer, dead from suicide. Also breaking news, he had dirt on Hillary. Oh, uh, I, I, You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I honestly would not be surprised. The, the, this is the. Uh, I love America, but I hate it at the same time. I hate the people that are in it. The people like this, that no matter how it's stacked, it's always against you. And even if you were to stack it in your favor, guess what? You're probably not going to win. Or he could have a quote-unquote heart attack like Scalia, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the one I was – I'm thinking that's going to happen. They are held it on, but only because they said the plaintiffs had no standing to sue. They didn't get to argue the facts of the case, whether it was constitutional or not. Well, they don't have to, add, they don't have to say if it's constitutional or not because the Supreme Court already passed a notion saying that this wasn't really a constitution, this wasn't a right or not, this is a tax. Pretty much when, when John Roberts wrote that and said that it's a tax, you have to attack the tax part of it, not the rights part of it. So, yeah, look, look, to me, making people have to get health care, that is unconstitutional. That is very un-American to me. For the government to say you have to buy a product, Oh, and by the way, that product, we we have that product. And I tell you what, for a smaller fee than the private companies, we'll sell you our product. And then what that'll happen is everybody will buy our product because it's so much cheaper. And then big insurance company after big insurance company go out of business. And then the government who has to figure out, oh, my God, wait a second. This is fucking costly. 
well, no longer will we have, oh, if you're in a car accident, well, well, it looks bad. We aren't going to give you an MRI or anything like that because that costs too much. Here's some aspirin. GOP had a chance to get rid of Obamacare in the Senate and the House, but they fucked that up good and proper. Maybe if Trump hadn't insulted the shit out of John McCain. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. They had their shot. They absolutely had their shot. I mean, if you didn't think that this was, if, if Obamacare, for whatever the fuck it is, isn't a part of government wanting to control you and your life and your health, then why is it that they put their biggest dog on this one? If you don't get the health care, the IRS comes after you. They ain't playing around. They ain't doing this for your health. They aren't doing this out of the niceness of their the, themselves. This isn't altruistic that they're doing it. Every one of those politicians is going to profit handsomely from this. Until they figure out the right way to fight this, the Supreme Court will uphold this until we're all long gone dead. Uh, the Supreme Court is fine the way it is. Once they open Pandora's box and fuck with the branch of government, the whole house of cards will come tumbling down. By the way, don't worry about insurance companies going out of business, big guy. It's the same like how the post office hasn't put DHL, FedEx, UPS out of business. Different. 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 You aren't forced to get mail. There is a law in place. There is a law in place that went with the Obamacare. That you had to get health care. You had to have it. They treated life like driving. They treated life like it was a privilege. I understand why you have to have insurance when you drive. There are some people that don't want to have insurance. But they force people to have it. And if you're going to have to have it, what are you going to buy? You're going to buy the cheapest one you can. Who can have the cheapest one you can? Oh, it, let me. Let, I, I worry about that because once the government starts spoke, because here's the thing, those big businesses, Christopher. You see, they're businesses, and businesses have one job, and that's to make a profit. The government only has one job given to it in in the Constitution, and that is to protect its citizens. Government's not here to make a profit. So what's the big deal if we sell the same insurance that Blue Cross is selling for three-quarters of the price? I'm just saying. I look at it every angle like that. Uh, This is the exact kind of bullshit that makes me glad I never had kids. I would never want to bring an innocent life into this world ruled by these monsters. Okay. Uh, Speaking of profit, the first bills uh, being considered right now would give Ted Cruz $30 million for re-election. Look, 
I don't like Ted Cruz, and, and I hope these bills don't get passed. I, I look, I Ted Cruz is needed. I still don't like him. He, he's still kind of just a, a swarmy guy to me. Chick, I'm a Texan. I know that uh, my friend Brian is running for Congress. I know that uh, if you ever saw the movie Lone Survivor, Marcus Luttrell, the Navy SEAL that, that Maki Mock played or attempted to play, his twin brother is also running for Congress. I ain't got no problem with that. Shit, I have insurance but can't find a doctor, even my insurance company's website. That, may, that makes my insurance scam. Exactly. They'll repeal Obamacare as soon as the adverse reaction to the vaccine starts. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to take care of that shit. We don't want to take care of that shit we made you people take. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. It's so funny to live in America right now. You would think that the fucking left and the fucking woke people would be happy right now. There is no happiness. I, I, I don't think they find joy in anything. I really don't. I mean, think about it. They, they, they got Joe Biden in office. They got this asshole. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Which is what we ask ourselves each and every fucking day. If Joe were to hear this... You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. If Vladimir Putin would have said that at at, at the summit, Joe would have pissed himself. Well, I want to be cool. I mean, we we saw Tough Joe come out. And and by the way, there's... The funniest thing about Tough Joe, we, we had the clip yesterday when he was leaving the press conference. He came back and he said, wait, 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 I didn't say that. No, you're in the wrong business. He didn't say sweetheart, which would have been fucking over the top. That would have been fucking great. But, you know, later on, like two or three hours later, he apologized to her. He actually found her and apologized. <laughs> Not that one. Joe, you are a big pussy. A big, hairy pussy. We'll call him Miles Davis. That's how cool he is. Brady, it's also getting harder to to get a provider who can take on patients regardless of insurance because there are simply not enough doctors and nurses. For fuck's sakes, we're having to import medical folks from overseas. Oh, it's so bad here. Look, look, I'll, I'll tell you the story. So she found a doctor, right? Found a doctor, went to the doctor. Check up everything great, you know. Get the bill from the doctor. Doctor's not on the plan, even though the plan said this doctor's on there. Huh? Wait, the plan said this doctor's on there. Right, right. You go see the doctor, right? And then they send you a bill and they say, doctor's not on the plan. Huh? What the figgity fuck? Joe Biden is such a fucking tool. God damn it. His first name should be Kraft. His second name should be fucking men. Craftsman. That's how big of a fucking tool that idiot is. 
Oh, Christ. Now I got to read a story about this. Joe Biden works for Stony Soprano. Remember what happened to that big pussy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Squad member. The squad, it's these progressive Democrats, the AOCs, the terrorists. They, yeah, 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 lady. I, I, I'm not sure how you. Elon. I, I, Omar Mahajarifa, something September 11th. Yeah, yeah, that's her. And Cori Bush. Now call for reparations and black liberation after the House votes to make Juneteenth a national independence federal holiday. Really? Really? I, I, I completely agree that Juneteenth should be recognized nationally. That day that started in Texas, it was the last of the, the, the slaves that were free, that were told they were free. <laughs> Craftsman is a fitting name. It's a shitty fucking brand of tools. <laughs> oh, gotta love Sears. Um, I, I, I have no problem with it being national. I think, I, I think it's, it should have been. By the way, President Obama didn't do it. Mm-hmm. No, neither did on Donald Trump, but Obama didn't do it. Um, and now, now they're saying, well, we got this, so now it's time for reparations. <laughs> it's Juneteenth and reparations. It's Juneteenth and in police violence plus the war on drugs. So you want to end the war on drugs. Something that was just a, a stupid phrase to begin on because we have not even come close to winning that war. So we should stop busting people for drugs. Great idea. Hashtag Portland. This, this whole idea. You know, I, I, don't, I don't even want to go down that road. I, I don't want to go down that road at all. Because let me just say this right now. How many people are going to fraud, make that such fraud out of that? Oh, my God. We have people that are one, you know, one thirty-second Indian. I'm sorry, Native American. Feathers, not dots. And they're getting paid by these casinos. They, they, they don't know any of their ancestry, for God's sakes. These are the people that are getting paid. The same thing's going to happen on the other side. God. Drugs won the war on drugs, yeah. You know who uh, is probably backing reparations monetarily? Big retailers. <laughs> if a bunch of money suddenly going in consumer products, guess what they're going to do? Oh, absolutely. Oh, they're going to fucking spin the shit out of it. I'm telling you right now, I'm buying stock. In Newport and Cools. And, and I bet you, I bet you, if you can find the IPO for 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 Purple Drink, Purple Drink is gonna skyrocket. Oh, Kale, what about the Irish or Japanese? Oh, Schmirish Schmappanese. 
This is just reparate. Dave Chappelle, look, <laughs> Dave Chappelle, when he had his show on, they did a, a, a segment about if reparations were real, what would happen. He was right. I mean, look, I, <laughs> I stole one of the menthol cigarette jokes from that show. Hey, I'm 164th Indian. I wonder if I can get me a slot machine at least. Oh, I'm sure. If you petition for it, look in. If you have any kind of ancestry, I bet you they let you in. And that's why it's so bad. Due to the fraud. Can't wait to see how many honkies fraud the shit out of this up. Oh, my gosh. There's Nancy Pelosi holding up the the decree. This is the first time she's ever been in a room with more more than four of those people, as she would put it. She told her assistant, hold my wallet. Notice how Nancy doesn't have a really nice necklace on, no bracelets, ain't wearing no rings. <laughs> I really hope that she didn't get to do the menu. Uh, okay, uh, we're going to get you some of those. Uh, we're going to have a lot of cornbread for you. Would you like some of those uh, colored greens? or uh, Is that what they're called, colored greens? Oh, and plenty of plenty of fried chicken and watermelon. <laughs> uh, the Japanese were already compensated decades ago. That was one of the precedents for black reparations. Because <laughs> come on, come on, Nancy's what, like ninety-two years old or some shit. She, look, she grew up, she grew up in that era. I, I, I will say this right now. I guarantee. She has used the phrase colored people. If not worse than that. Guarantee it. At some point in her life. <laughs> Nancy's like, I'm in charge of the bar. I'll order Hennessy, Thunderbird, Ripple, what else? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She's bumping knuckles with everybody. (laughs) Kamala walks in. Skeet, skeet, bitch! (laughs) Except they gave the money to people, actual internment camps, not the descendants. I would wager everyone has used terms like that. I got money on her stealing using the hard R. Her and Chuck Schumer. Hell, he still uses retard. So, oh, yes, I did snort a little bit there. You caught me. (laughs) I mean, all these old school... All, uh, you remember Strom Thurmond, the guy from South Carolina who was on the, who was in the what, the house for like ninety years, 
You just looked at him and saw a clan member. Uh, at least like that matters now. It, exactly. Exactly. If they had to give it to the actual people, the reparations, they're all dead. I mean, slavery did end almost. We're almost 200 years? Yeah, almost. Uh, yeah, 160 years. Oh, all right, enough of that. Enough of going to hell for that. How about we go to hell for this? Something the mainstream media yet still is not and will not fucking cover. Hunter Biden. Now, we know that Hunter still uses the hard R. He refers to Asians as no thanks to the yellow people. Now, now we find out Hunter Biden was banned from the Chateau Marmont. Now, this is the place in L.A. that everybody goes. Marilyn Manson stays there and hangs out with Johnny Depp. The, 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 the Chateau Marmont is, is Hollywood legends have been there. Isn't that where John Belushi died? In one of the bungalows there? So this place is notorious, and he has been banned from that place because of drug use. So I want you to think about that. The Chateau Marmont puts up with Marilyn Manson's crazy fucking ass and his drug use. Oh, I I forgot somebody else who used to be there a lot. Charlie fucking Sheen. Charlie Sheen is not banned from the Chateau Mama, nor is Marilyn Manson, Johnny Depp, any of these rock stars. But do you know who is? The former vice president, now current president's son. And I'm telling you about it. Why is this not on every fucking newscast out there? Mm, the argument can and will be made that the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow directly affected all African Americans today. So they merit reparations. So they merit reparations. So black people are held down. And they've been held down all this time. Then how, I'll give you two great examples. I'll give you four words. Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama. Those two also grew up in a time where Jim Crow was was alive and well. Neither one of them were uh, entertainers or bigwigs at the time. People like, and I don't bring up people like Ray Charles because they were entertainers. They were allowed to be that in certain places. But they still had to stay in different hotels. I understand all that. But, yeah. Chateau Marmar is clearly racist and misogynistic for banning Hunter, right? It affected me, too, because now I got to hear them 
whining about it forever and ever. No, I, I, I cannot believe this. This is such a wonderful idea. Yes, John Belushi did die there from a heroin. Rick James overdosed there. These people not banned from there like the president's son. And nobody is talking about it. I got an idea. Let's make all the Democrats and registered Dems pay the reparations since they're the ones that enslaved them. Good call. I mean, this to me, look, look I, 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 just, just let me say, let, let me change a couple words here. Donald Trump Jr. was banned from the legendary celebrity hangout Chateau Marmar because of drug use. You don't think that would have been everywhere. Eric Trump, Tiffany Trump, Ivanka Trump, use any of those names, any one of them. And that would have that would have eviscerated. But Hunter Biden, it, it, it's almost like he's Eminem, he's an Eminem in your hand. You cannot melt him in your hand. Now, in a spoon, you could probably melt him and then shoot it up your arm. This guy is fucking bulletproof. I, 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 I am so upset at the media right now. I am so mad at places to claim to be, you know, oh, we're, 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 we, we tell the truth. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't. Because if you were to tell the truth, and the truth, and you remember Donald Trump Jr. used to get shit on all the time for the hunts that he went on? And look, I, look I, 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 if you want to hunt, you go ahead and hunt. If you oppose people hunting, you oppose people hunting. I don't give a fuck anymore. I saw a great quote the other night from Keanu Reeves. He's at a stage in his life where he doesn't want to argue, especially stupid shit. And his quote is something like, yeah, I'm at a stage in my life where uh, if you say one plus one equals five, I'll say you're right. And that's what a lot of these arguments, like, like why is the media not doing this? It's a stupid argument. We already know why, because they're being paid off, or that that's the way they lean. I shouldn't say paid off, but they are all of that ilk. And instead of doing their actual job of reporting the news... They're reporting what they want to report. They're reporting half of the news. They're lucky I don't have a degree in broadcasting and broadcast journalism. I, I just have, you know, a degree of life of it. Because if I were to roll in there as your programmer, I, I, I now, now, and here's the bad part for reporters and stuff like that. I understand it starts way up high. And I'm probably not ever going to get a job in there, even, you know. Because I want actual reporting. If I was a producer on a news show and you speculated, you would be fired. If you didn't report, if I saw this story come over and go, why aren't we reporting this? Why is this not being reported? 
every time, look, I, I love finding these stories, but every time it fucking kills me a little bit more. Look, I grew up in broadcasting. That's where that's where I cut I cut my teeth in the news industry and learned how to be a broadcaster. And learned you can't be, and this is why I had a big problem with Vin Scully. If you're gonna be national, you have to be right down the middle. I could never be a national broadcaster. Like for a baseball team or something? No, no, I couldn't do this week in baseball. I would have to be a Rangers broadcaster. Because if I didn't like a guy on a team, I would talk shit about him. I'd get fired. Breaking news, Arnie fires Ron Burgundy. I would never fire Ron Burgundy. Never. Because I would never tell him to speculate. Because he is a real newsman. But yeah, fucking Hunter, Hunter Biden, honestly... If you look at the media today, all you have to look at, if you want a celebrity to represent today's modern media, it's Hunter Biden. Perfect one. I've never seen anyone that protected in my entire life. No no celebrity, no star, no nothing has ever been protected. Maybe Elvis. And deservedly so because Elvis is the king. And this guy's a butt plug. Oh, dear God in heaven. Now, I don't know about you, and and I'm okay if you want to call me names and, 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 and throw stuff at me. I'm okay. Newark, New Jersey Mayor Roz Baraka couldn't get the job done fast enough and have erected a 700-pound bronze statue of George Floyd outside City Hall. Hopefully it inspires those who walk by to be more active. Take part in activism. Um, I, I don't really want to read any more of the story. Yes, Douglas, you're right. That is what they say, and that's why I would murder everybody in the woke. To put up a statue of George Floyd, A, in a city he didn't live in, Did he ever live in New Jersey? I, I, I know that in Houston, they, uh, they forgave him of his crimes here in the state of Texas, which I don't understand how, he, he, whatever. Um, can somebody please explain this to me? Can, can, can somebody please explain this to me? We are tearing down statues of men that built this country like Abraham Lincoln who freed slaves and George Washington who freed us from the English rule. Um, 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 We tear down their statues, but we put up a statue of a guy who has a rap sheet a mile long and died while he was being arrested for said crimes. What the actual fuck? 
is happening in America? Have we lost our ever-loving fucking minds? Why isn't there a statue of then fucking Jeffrey Dahmer up in Milwaukee? You could say he brought uh, he he brought uh, the the gay community of Milwaukee together and be become accepted. So we should put up that. How about one of Ted Bundy? Why don't we put these statues up? You erected a statue, and I'm not claiming that George Floyd is as horrible of a monster as the other guys I mentioned, but it's just as ridiculous. You have a George Floyd statue in your town where he didn't live. You spent the city's money on that? I, 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 I just don't get it. I, I'm, I'm lost. I, I don't get it. I, I don't get why that is accepted. I, I understand that we're a woke community now, and but this man was a criminal. I, I, I'm sorry that he died. I, I, I am sorry that he died at the hands of a terrible police officer. That, that is awful. Um, but, but he died while he was committing a crime. Has everybody forgot that part? Because he was, he was passing off counterfeit money and he was high on fentanyl and meth at the time. Remember that? Re- remember? Did, did everybody forget that part? I'm, I, I just want to put that part back in. It would be more appropriate to do an OJ statue. Yes. He had one that was done. It was in his backyard, but the Goldmans got it. I guess they sold it, and Flavor Flav had it for a while. It was was a a statue of him while he was at, at USC. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I shouldn't say that anymore. I I, I have to stop saying that. <sighs> By the way, this is what this is what happens. This is what happens, people. George Floyd started the whole defund the police thing in places like Austin, lived up to it. San Francisco lived up to it, taking money away from police. And, and Minneapolis is terrible, but also so is Atlanta. Well, a community in Atlanta has decided to separate from the city and create its own police force. The Bill White, the Buckhead City Committee CEO, Bill White, uh uh-huh, Bill White privilege. I told Bill Hemmer on America's Newsroom, he estimates that nearly 80% of his community will vote in favor of the separation. We have two bills in Georgia legislature dropping in January to decide the referendum ballot. We filed our divorce papers with the city of Atlanta, and our divorce is final. 
They want to start their own place. This is what's going to happen, people. It's already happening. How great would it be that someone defaces the George Floyd statue and the police don't respond? I'm going to guess that this statue is going to have an armed guard at it at all times. These cities that want to defund the police, and, and, and once again, to all the moronic people out there who think that that means, oh, the cle- uh, they won't get any more really fast cars, like cool cars, you know, and shit like that. No, they're still going to get those because they impound those dummies. They're not out there buying those. First thing they're going to cut are jobs. Then the second thing they're going to cut, get ready for this one, depending on how strong the union is, will be pensions and then benefits. They still got all the cool shit that you all hate. They still got the newest radar detectors. They still got the, 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 the fucking everything that you hate police having, they have. The problem is they don't have enough people to use all that shit. And I guess it's a, well, you got what you asked for kind of thing, but I, I don't think that's fair to everybody because not everybody wants to defund the police. Hell, if any, this is what I think. I think that fucking people like AOC and, and, and Omar and all these progressive, they should want to, they should want to fund the police more to have more people train them. And more people psychologically train them because we don't want them to have guns anymore because guns are so bad and blah, blah, blah. But I would think they'd want to add to that. But no, no, they want to defund the police. They want to get the police off the streets. So you get the police off the streets and, well, we got the military. Well, doesn't that, doesn't that sound great? We no longer have police, we just have military. That doesn't sound like a dictatorship. Not at all. Thank God those smart people escaped those terrible places that they were living to come to America and then do the exact same thing. Fucking assholes. By the way, same thing's going to happen like this. There's a picture here of 33 immigrants crammed into a U-Haul they pulled over in Texas. It's 10 o'clock at night, and the U-Haul is over 100 degrees inside with 33 people in there. Oof. Man, I don't want to, I do not want that one the next day. Uh-uh. Motherfucker drops all these immigrants off, right, and takes the truck back to the U-Haul yard. I'm moving the next day. Oh, I'll take that truck right there. I open it up there, and it's this smelly, smelly ball sack in there. That's our, that's our only truck. Fuck no. What the hell are you doing, you all? Sons of bitches, don't rent it to these people no more.
EMTs embedded in the Border Patrol Special Ops Group immediately began triage operations to determine who needed transport to regional hospitals and who could be treated on the scene. Over the next uh, few hours, 12 patients were taken to regional hospitals. More were uh, uh, evaluated and treated for symptoms of dehydration. Nobody died, thank God. Hey, you want to be rehydrated? I'll throw, how about if I throw you in the Rio Grande? You can swim on back to the other side and get your hydration there, partner. 33 of these people? Now, come on. Come on. It's like human centipede in a fucking U-Haul. <laughs> I'm sure U-Haul will be sued because they didn't provide air for the border jumpers. There'd be a problem with sending social service personnel as long as they're accompanied by at least one officer. It also requires that the 911 system is trained to uh, ascertain if the situation requires a social service person. But too often, they're just mouth breathers who can only care about where you are. Yeah. Look, uh, a friend of mine's wife has been a 911 operator, and she's won a bunch of awards for it, so... I, you get some good ones, you get some bad ones, and you get some ones that are trained right. It's just like the police, man. They're trained right, and they do their job, then what's the problem? This, I mean, honestly, this still picture I have of it, this should be Kamala Harris's Christmas card. I don't know if she's in the middle of that or not. Man, oh, man, I can... Oh, God almighty, I imagine that thing fucking stunk. Man, oh, man. All right, last story, and then we're going to get into Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Now, we can have fun with this one. The, uh, the chief of NASA, Bill Nelson is calling for rigorous space rules before commercial flights take off. All right. We got to come up with some rules for outer space. Um, let's see. NASA is looking to operate uh, the ISS, a sort of vacation rental with a day's worth of freeze-dried food costing $2,000 a day, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, so, so rule number one uh, of uh, of uh, space travel. Rule number one: uh, you uh, must be this tall. I, I think I, I think that's a big one. No, no, you don't like that one. All right, well, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. You know, rule number two, part of the rigorous space rules. Before commercial flights take off. Um, uh, this is rule number two. Know that you are stupid because this is only 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I think that one's going to have to be in there for sure. Know that you're stupid because this is only 30 minutes. 
Uh, rule number three. No pets. Can't have any pets up there. We, we don't know what the space people are going to do. Speaking of that, rule number four. If you see a UFO... Oh, yeah. I got you know what? Uh, that'll be rule number uh, four uh, B. That'll be four B. Four A is no flash f- photography. Photography. Uh, if you see a UFO, say nothing. They can hear. All right, uh, rule number five. Um, uh, let's see, uh, rule five. Uh, uh, no food or drink. Yeah, that's an important one there. Because wh- where are you going to put it? And it's only 15, I mean, it's less than a half hour you're going up. Yeah, no outside food or baby. Yeah, new food or drink. No, I, I like that one. Thank you, Straight Fire. Uh, let's see. Uh, rule six in outer space. Oh, yeah, this is a big one. No farting. No farting. I, I think that's the biggest rule that we have to have in space because you're in a vacuum. And, and, and uh, it, only, oh, only one. Oh, I like that one. No, you know what? Here, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Scott. No baggage. Literal or figurative. Yes, no farting. You're in a vacuum. I don't, I don't want to breathe that shit. I don't know what their re, uh, their rules they want to come up with are, like speed limits or, or things like that. Here's a big problem. Uh, no offensive clothing. Okay, uh, we, can, we can work on this in the weeks to come. We, we can. Um, <laughs> the rigorous rules of space travel. Rigorous rules of space travel. It's a 30-minute flight, man. Why you got to have so many damn rules? And I mean, it's going to cost people billions upon or millions of dollars to do it. So first of all, just let them fucking. And most of them are probably going to end up dying anyway. So, so stupid, so stupid. No entry without wearing a face diaper. Uh, I think that's a given. I, I I think that that one right there is a given. Yeah, yeah. Masks are mandatory, twenty four seven, every every day. No matter, you could be inoculated twice. I I, I don't care. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, let's uh, let's get shit ready and do this right here. Uh oh, it is that time again, baby. Time for celebrity. That's right, TV dads today. That's what we got. Oh, man, oh, man, it's going to be great. Going to be great, I tell you, right now. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. The rules are simple. 
I give you the names and television shows of these iconic television fathers, and you tell me which one would fight, uh, win in a fight to the death. Our first matchup. Andy Taylor from the Andy Griffith Show. Just Andy, no Barney. Barney wasn't a daddy. Andy was Opie's daddy. Knocked some chick up. She left, so uh, Andy raised him. So you got Andy Taylor, Sheriff Andy Taylor, taking on a man who was born born of means, and then along came these two, and they had nothing but the genes because they had different strokes, my friend. I'm talking about Philip Drummond from Different Strokes, Andy Taylor, Philip Drummond, ass family, who ya got? some votes in here. Andy Taylor moves on. Andy Taylor moves on. Mr. Drummond didn't do too bad there, though. I gotta say, I, I was, I was kind of surprised. Okay. Next matchup. Oh, I give you one of the big ones out there. Fred G. Sanford. The G stands for good googly moogly. You big dummy. And he is taking on Tim, the tool man, Taylor from Home Improvement. Fred Sanford, Tim Taylor, ass family. Wait, 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 wait. Before I, I before I say it, I, I got to find it. Oh, God almighty. Oh, jeez. Oh, cow, 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 cow. Oh. oh, yeah, we got it. Okay, hold on one second here. No, nobody gets to vote yet. No, you don't vote yet. Don't vote yet. Don't vote yet. Don't vote yet. Come on, ad. Jesus, I need the fucking music here. I can't believe I don't have this song in all my beds, in all my music beds. Here we go. Who you got? Fred Sanford or Tim Taylor? Stop the fight, yeah, oh my god, you gotta stop this fight immediately. 
Oh, my God. Look at that. Fred Sanford moves on. Got to love Fred Sanford. Gosh. All right, here we go. Fred G. Goddamn Sanford. Tim Taylor was such a tool, pun intended. Uh, next matchup. Oh, boy. Oh, ho, 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 boy. We got another doozy here. Red Foreman of that 70s show. You're a dumbass. Red Foreman. You're a dumbass. 70s show taking on Howard Cunningham, Mr. C. Way. So I've got Red Foreman versus Howard Cunningham, ass family, who ya got. In this fight now. Oh, God. Uh, by the way, Red Foreman moves on. Red Foreman moves on. Now, I played the, the, the Fat Albert thing. I'm just going to tell you this right here, right now. There is no Cliff Huxtable on this list. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't. I, I, cannot, I cannot get past the 55 women that he raped. I, that, that one's too tough to explain. The jokes I can explain on, on, on Nightline and all those TV shows, I can explain those. Putting up a convicted rapist, nope, can't do it, cannot do it, mm-mm. Ooh, I could do serial killers. Of them. Oh, man, Mount Rushmore of serial killers. Well, let me write that one down. Serial. Death Row people. Oh, yeah, that's even better. Okay, I'll, I'll work on that one this weekend. Okay. Here we go. Final matchup. And I, I know that uh, y- y- a lot of you are going to hate me for this one, and I apologize. But, yeah, I have to be fair. I have to be fair. In this matchup, Ass Family, I ask you who you got between Homer, Jay Simpson, and... Peter Griffin. Roadhouse. Homer J. Simpson of the Simpsons versus Peter Griffin. Roadhouse. Of Family Guy. Ask Family, who you got?
his comebacks in ass show history. Wait, 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 oh, Alicia changed it, Alicia changed it, she changed it, oh my God, oh my God, and a change, a dangling Chad, if you will. Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin moves on. Oh, Alicia had the tiebreaker and she voted wrong and said, no, Peter, right away. Oh, man, oh, man, what, what a match that was. Woo! Man, I picked the right music for that one. All right, here we go. Let's get let's get jiggy now, shall we? We will continue this to get to the half of Mount Rushmore. Our first matchup is the sheriff from Mayberry who liked to eat Aunt Bee's pie. That she baked, you sick fucking bastards. It's a black and white show, for Christ's sake. How dare you make those things? Golly. And he was a part of it, too. Good old fucking Gomer Pyle. So I ask you, Andy Taylor from Andy Griffith Show versus... I, I, I don't even know how to say how great this man is, but... Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. <laughs> ask Family, I give you Fred G. Sanford. So, Ask Family, I got to ask you. Andy Taylor, Fred Sanford, who you got? Sorry. Wow. Man, oh man, ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. Etched on to the side of Mount Rushmore is Fred G. Sanford. Bam. All right, next matchup. God. Oh, goddamn. This one is going to be tough. I, I, I have to say. This one is going to be a little tough. Because in one corner, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only red fucking foreman from that 70s show. You're a dumbass. And he is taking on the dad from Family Guy, Peter Griffin. Ah, uh, scusi. Babbity boopy. Kid calls, huh? Babbity boopy. Babbity boopy. Babbity babbity. Boopity bopper. So ask family. Red Foreman, Peter Griffin, who you got?
yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. And I ask the question, who you got between Peter Griffin and Red Foreman? Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I, I just I, sat down. I, I did because you won Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin is on the Mount Rushmore of TV dads. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Wow. Was that an exciting first round or what? I got to tell you, my board skills are second to none. That was some entertaining shit right there. If I'd have been driving around and I, I heard that on there, I'd be like, fuck, I want to listen to that. That shit's gold. All right, we will come back. Uh, come back to uh, round two. If you thought round one was great, just hold on. Just hold on, people. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
State Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. ArnieRadio.com. Oh, I, I, I'm telling you. Nobody does it better than George Thorogood. Nobody. I think George Thorogood gets looked down upon for bad to the bone. Still a great fucking song. It's kind of, it, it kind of turned novelty in. in like I, I love Ted Nugent, but I, I think George Thorogood gets overshined so much. Uh, Ogre says George Thorogood may be the one artist who could out Diddley, the one and only Bo Diddley. Uh, let me just say this right now. If Ride on Josephine isn't my favorite song of George Thorogood's, it's his take. On a Hank Williams classic. I come in last night about a half past ten. That baby of mine would let me in. So move it on over. Rock it on over. Move on the little dog. I mean, old dog. I, I mean, come on. And yeah, I, I do believe he is already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because if he wasn't, we'd be going there to burn that bitch down. Mm-mm-mm. All right, round two of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch coming up. As soon as we get through these stories of quote-unquote entertainment and stuff like that. <laughs> Damn you, moving on over. Now my back is going to go out dancing. Eh, just wait till the next music selections. <laughs> Your back will be fine. <laughs> uh, Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Boy, he's, he, yeah, this guy, he is Fredo. He truly is Fredo. If you want to look at that, that family, and, and by the way, I would never look at that family as the Corleone family. But if you were, I would say that, that Chris Cuomo is, is more, even more Fredo than Fredo. Because he dared a critic to name examples of times he has denied facts that didn't align with the network's liberal agenda. Name one, he goes, TikTok. Okay, well, uh, how about, <laughs> let, let, let's go through these. Um, oh, it was in here. Uh, he reci- received priority VIP access to coronavirus tests. Yes, that's true. Uh, he advised his brother on how to deal with the media, which is a big no-no in the media world. Not to mention he lied about being quarantined and had to stay at home. I mean, this guy is so fucking stupid. You broke quarantine while you were actually sick with COVID. How about the 400 stories related to Hunter Biden? Rebecca Jones. Not to object to me, it's true. Uh, this guy, he's just an idiot. New Yorker admits knowingly undercutting nursing home deaths after quietly changing report rules. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, this guy, look, he is so fucking stupid. How CNN still has him employed today? I, 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 I. I'm befuddled. I am truly befuddled. Uh, 
Jesus Christ. Poor Fredo. Poor Fredo. And, and I would say his brother, like, you could only, he's either Fredo or Michael from The Sopranos. He's a gigantic, he's the mob fuck-up. Why is he on CNN? Because Don Lemon sucked a cock and convinced the bosses to keep Cuomo on. It makes Don look so much better in comparison. Yeah. Yeah, the target isn't on Don Lemon most nights when Cuomo's on. Oh, what a fucktard. Now, we could, we could, we could say that. Here you go. Here you go. I got a little contest for you. Finish the headline. Ooh, this could be a new thing. Finish the headline. Oh, I need new news music. News music. See, that's a that's a thing. Hold on a second. I I, I can get some. Hold on. Hold on a second. I, I'll, I'll I'll play it. While you guys think of it. News. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. How about this? Will this work? Oh, after the ad, of course, because you have to have ads on every fucking website known to mankind, except ArnieRadio.com. But I, I will put ads up there. Maybe. There we go. Okay. Finish. Please finish the headline. The view goes off the rails as... This was my personal one that I put in. The view goes off the rails as a man shows up and shuts those fucking cows up. That that that's what my headline would have read. Uh, let's see what what did you guys read? Um, Whoopi, okay. Uh, the view goes off the rails as Whoopi Goldberg accidentally decapitates Joy Behar with her dreads. Okay, I like that one. That one's good. Uh, the view goes off the rails as Donald Trump is reelected for a second term. <laughs> Oh, it would. Uh, the view goes off the rails, as Ogre would say. Joey Behar chokes on her own clucking tongue. Uh, the view goes off the rails, as there isn't enough chicken to feed the go-around for those cackling hens. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. It's kind of ho-hum. The view goes off the rails as Whoopi Goldberg, Meghan McCain clash over Biden's treatment of the press. See, I, I, I liked all our headlines better. I like that game. I like that. Whenever I can do that, we're going to start doing that. I like that one. That one's fun. So yesterday, I guess, I, I don't watch this garbage. 
here's here's a negative well it's the press's job to speak truth to power and just because biden has gotten a pass so far which he has and continues to do it is in no one's best interest to treat him like it's state tv and as sarah pointed out that is the biggest difference between us and russia you're fat yes well i i to just comment on that yeah uh the thing that i never saw trump do was apologize to anybody and I will take it when you, you know, because sometimes I'm rude respect, to somebody. We're all, all like respect, that. I don't I just care. Want to fin- let me president. just finish what I'm saying. Well, with all due respect, I, I, I don't I'm care just, if he's apologizing. He just embarrassed himself. I don't care that you don't like care. Trump. Just hear what well, I'm saying. I don't saying. care that okay, you don't care. We're going go so to we're gonna go. Well, then good, Megan. Then you can be how you always are. We'll be you right back. You can be back. how you always are. Once again, why am I not on television? I'm more entertaining than that. Two fat chicks going at it with two more in the background somewhere cackling in. I can't stand Meghan McCain. I really can't. Because she's supposed to be the the, the far right person on that show, and she's not very far right. She's her daddy, right? And and look, I have nothing but respect for her father. I really do. I, I think John McCain was a great American. I have nothing but 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 good things to say about him. Um, the fact of the matter is, though, shut up. Just just, just shut up. You're you're not going to win any arguments. You're not going to change any hearts or minds on that fucking deus. You have a bunch of women who fucking hate Donald Trump, no matter what you say. I think it's pathetic that our our president has to apologize to the press. The press, by the way, that is hand-picked for him to answer hand-picked questions. And then when they go off script, he gets mad. Because he has to think for himself, which the old man can't. Are you fucking serious? I don't care. I don't care that you don't care. Well, I don't care that you don't care that I don't care. That's compelling TV. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, how do the people at ABC go, really? Really? I know you are, but what am I? You're rubber, I'm glue. Whatever you say sticks off me and bounces on you. Infinity. Well, she infinity her, so we, we can't say anything else. <laughs> you, you, seriously, and, and these mil- these women are making millions of dollars a year. Look, look, these are the people, these people are talking and fighting about politics and things, and two of them are washed up comedians. I don't know what the other one is, and then Meghan McCain is just a a famous daughter. She's nothing more than a right-wing Kardashian. Fat, uppity, and fucking needs to shut up. These are middle school girl arguments. I'm waiting for one to smack the other and run away crying. I would love to see that. I would love to see somebody. I don't care if it's Whoopi slapping Megan. I don't care if it's fucking Joy slapping the the Mexican chicks that's on there. By the way, they're anti-Asian on that show because they ain't got no Asian gals. So just I just want to put that out there. It it's so stupid. And by the way, by the way, when was the last time any of these women lived in the real world? When was the last time 
these women vacuumed their house? When was the last time these women actually had to buy groceries? Hmm? When was the last time they had to do their own makeup? And they're telling you how you can live and how you should live? <laughs> Paging Margaret Cho, job opportunity. Whoopi would kill Megan with her superpowers. Don't forget, she has the power of the super nagger. Yes, she does. Super nagger to the restaurant. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. If I can find the video clip of her doing that, I might I might stitch that on TikTok and and, and <laughs> reveal <laughs> reveal. Hold on a second here. Wait, let, let let's see something here. Let's see if I can do something on my phone that's probably gonna get me fucking kicked off of TikTok, but everybody will fucking love me. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Berg talking about superhero fun. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. Is, oh, oh, dear Lord. Oh, dear heavens. Oh, man. Well, I got to turn something down. Turn something up and plug something and do something here. Hold on. Wait, hold on a second here. Here we go. All right, play. Oh, God damn it. 30 years after winning her Oscar for Ghost, Whoopi Goldberg is looking fabulous on the cover of Variety this week. Inside the issue, she looks back on her Oscar win as well as hosting the show multiple times. Look at that. Come on. That's yeah. a look. <laughs> and she also reveals that she's writing a new project about an older black female superhero. So Whoopi says, since I was a little kid, I've been obsessed with superheroes. They're all saving the earth all the time. But do you know who's really saving the earth? Old black women. That's all I need. Oh, you That's all I need. Yes. <laughs> that is all I need. Download that son of a bitch. Today on the view or no yesterday. Yes, Share. it was yesterday. I got a uh, text Sorry. message to me. <laughs> what made you think about that concept? Because it's high time for that. <laughs> Well, because I started doing this when. Oh you know, my God! I'm so, oh God! I oh, we're doing it today, people. If you have Insta, look look for it in the story section of Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Dun dun dun! We're introducing Super Nagger because old women can nag with superpowers. Super Nagger. Oh my God. <laughs> I gotta like do Jim Cameron fucking production behind this one. Oh my God. <laughs> Oker says saving out by shaking their hands and going, mm hmm. what I tell you? Mm hmm. what I told you? Why did I tell you? Because that's what I told you. Mm hmm. 
Oh, my God. That will be the funniest video I ever do. Oh, dear God in heaven. Oh, that's so funny. I'm going to start working on that immediately. Shit, we might. You know, shit, let's just uh, let, let's take a break. Let's see. Let's see. How would I do that? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Da, 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 da. I don't know how I would put them both together. Maybe it's something I'll have to do on my computer. Hmm. I'll figure it. I, I'll, I'll I'll figure this one out. If somebody has the, the a, a cool way of doing it and knows how to do the TikTok stuff, please email me, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. We got to do that video. Now I'm thinking of the Chappelle sketch. I almost pissed myself. <laughs> Super nagger. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, cancel. Uh now, now we, we virtue signaling. Remember that was that was a phrase that just came out of poof nowhere, and, and I hate it. And, and then the, the the new phrase is that that didn't age well when it talked about jokes. We have a new one. They, I've never heard of this phrase ever. I know exactly what it is, but uh, this is interesting. And by the way, this is stupid. There's a story about Stephen Colbert, and a lot's being said about what happened the other night on the Colbert show when Jon Stewart pretty much took over and is blaming the lab in Wuhan. Now, Stephen Colbert will not go that far because Stephen Colbert is a friend to the left. Jon Stewart is too, but Jon Stewart's also a comedian. He knows what's funny. And it was, when you watch the clip, you can tell that Colbert is kind of like taken back by it. And the reason being is because Stephen Colbert now is a partisan entertainer whose highest priority, higher than humor or truth, is to make sure his audience never feels like it's taking a justified L. So, for an entertainer, nothing is more important than humor or truth, ever. That's it. That's it. Entertainment is the most important part. Not making sure that you're partisan safe. So are we going to have to have like two or three different kind of fucking comedy clubs now in America? And then we'll have breakdowns in that where transgender clubs will be a club. There will be gay comedy clubs, be lesbian comedy clubs. Then we have the right-wing comedy clubs and the left-wing comedy clubs. Now I'm going to tell you the left-wing comedy clubs ain't going to be fucking full at all. You want to know why? Because they're telling politically correct, probably clean humor there or nothing but Republican bashing. So there'll still be some idiots in that. The gay and lesbian ones, eh, quarter full. Boy, I tell you what, that right-wing redneck comedy place, that's where I'm performing, and that's where I'm going, because that's where comedy is. Jon Stewart is at least reasonable, in my opinion. Well, I mean, yeah, he is, and that's the problem now. 
I, I don't like this, this idea that there are partisan entertainers out there. We already know. We don't, you don't need a label. We know. Now you have a definition of it. They go on to say in the article that Stewart is also a partisan entertainer, which he is. But he retired before audience expectations of total partisan conformity had become entirely crushing. So, yeah, why is Ben Shapiro on the no-fly list? Because he always destroys a left wing. Yeah. The gay clubs will be closed because they take everything too hard. I, I, I will I, 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 I'm working on the, the the new opening of my show in September and I know that it, it's going to be offensive and I don't care. It's funny. That's all I got to say is it's funny and I know my audience and my audience will find it funny. Look I, I've said it for a long time. I've stolen the line from uh, uh, Ocean's 11. If I'm not your brand of vodka, that's okay. That's fine by me. I, look, I'm sorry that you don't like my humor. I, I wish you did. I really like when people find my humor funny. It makes me feel good. But, hey, you don't like my humor? I can't change it just for you. I'm, I'm going to keep it. So if you don't come to my show, that's no big deal. I, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to force you. Now, see, partisan humor will say, no, 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 you have to go to that show. Give that person a chance. Ah, nah, nah. No, no, I don't have to. I don't have to. If I, know, if, if I know I don't like you, then there you go. And that's all I'll say probably. I don't like them. I'm fine with that. I like when you tell your jokes to the deaf. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck, I'll have to hire a fucking interpreter. Uh, well. Hopefully, hopefully somebody deaf will show up at the show and interpret will be there. God damn. I, I got all kinds of shit for them. I haven't learned. I even learned sign language for one of my shows. Called somebody a shit eater. I know how to say shit. Eater. I, I just did the sign for it. You can't see it because, you know, I'm, I'm just in your ears right now. Fucking partisan entertainer. You know, that just it, that just sucks because there's somebody out there who's busting their ass. They're, they're trying their hardest, and they get passed over for people like this. A bunch of fucking boot-licking yes-men. Oh, fuck. Because once again, let me, let me, let me leave you on my, my philosophy on comedy. It's very simple. Funny is funny. It doesn't matter who it's funny to. Somebody finds it funny and they throw it out into the world and it's out in the world and somebody laughs at it, that means it's funny. Not everything's funny, but funny is funny. Blazing Saddles Uncut is probably one of the funniest things you will ever watch. Cut up, it's stupid. Why change funny? Jokes about the deaf are hysterical. They really are. 
You're not offending anyone. What about people related to the death? You don't think that they tell these fucking same jokes to the people they're related to? Blind people love blind jokes. They're the first ones to tell them. Mm. But there you go. Uh, all right. Let's see. Get rid of Stephen Colbert there. Oh, we we, we got to talk about our girl. We haven't talked about her in so long. We'll play them both. How about that? Bye-bye, Jizzleen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jizzleen. Bye-bye. Jizzling, Jizzling, I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, 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 please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening, your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to enemy, Jislene. All right. All right, Jislene. The British socialite under federal sex trafficking charges remains subjected to raw sewage, water deprivation, hyper-surveillance by overbearing guards and other unacceptable treatment in the jail, according to her lawyer. Oh, no. No. She's preparing for a November, a possible November trial on charges that she got four underage girls for Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse. She's pled not guilty and faces up to 80 years in prison if convicted. Uh, she's forced to change cells at the detention. Look, this is the same old song and dance we've been getting for the last two months. Let's go. I, I, I've never, like, she is so, she is so scared of the other people that she is willing to live in, in raw sewage and all that kind of shit. To go to a trial that she's going to lose and she's going to go to jail for 80 years for. Because she knows if she says anything, she's going to be dead. I'm talking graveyard dead. At least in prison, she's going to be alive and her husband or whatever the fuck he is can come and visit her. You still got all that, at least for the first two or three years. 
Who knows? She might she might know that she's got some sort of communicable disease or uncommunicable disease. She's only got like four years left. Why make your death painful? Just go out naturally. I, I'm telling you, if I'm the attorney, if I'm the U.S. Attorney General, and and I'm I'm almost ready to offer full immunity. Full immunity, uh, a pardon, uh, an apology, a witness relocation to the umph degree. Just name some names, honey. That's all you have to do. Names, if you have photographs, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> or Clinton is dead. Yeah, she's waiting for that to happen. It's almost like she's being kept in a prison with such harsh conditions. Oh, wait, it is prison. It's almost like you should avoid doing bad things so you don't end up like this one, just saying. Yeah, like torturing young girls and and selling them to wealthy businessmen, like Bill Gates, allegedly. Or Stephen Hawking, allegedly. Yeah, cry me a river, hon, that you're in a fucking jail cell. Cry me a river. All those lives you destroyed. I I just want some fucking names. That's it. I don't care who they are. They, they Tommy said it on the show. He doesn't care. I don't care. It, look, you can put George Strait's name on there. I'd say let's get rid of him. It ain't going to be on there because George Strait don't need that. Uh, I don't understand why she didn't have some kind of security insurance to keep her out of jail. She had all this information. She should have had uh, a dead drop set up. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't think she's that smart. I mean, look, she's willing to to go to prison for eighty years for this guy. The first thing I would ask is, do you think Jeffrey Epstein would do eighty years of prison time for you? I hope they've asked her that question. Because I'll tell you this right now, with the way he treated young girls, this guy has nothing but utter contempt for all women. He views women beneath them. So if you want to think that he'd be willing to do 80 years for her, come on. Just come come on. But hey, you're going to be loyal? Okay. You're gonna go to you're gonna go to prison for eighty years. And maybe you'll get to visit with your husband. What happens when he moves on? What happens when they find out in that women's prison who you are? Protected custody doesn't go quite that far. Hey, can I turn my levels up? What are wrong is that better? Chick, 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 chick. Uh, does she not fucking know he's dead, right? I mean, that that's the whole thing. But the problem is she's not protecting him. And she knows the answer if you ask that question about Hillary. Would Hillary be willing to do 80 years for Ghislaine? Fuck no, she wouldn't. And she knows that, and Hillary would have her killed. You don't think she knows how powerful the Clintons are? 
I mean, the, 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 the Clintons got elected to the White House after all this, and Whitewater and shit was going on. Bill cheated on women in the Bible Belt, and they still loved him here. These are powerful people. This is the new, stronger mob. And you better not talk. That's all they got to say. You better not talk. Who do you think Vladimir Putin learned it from? Uh, All right. Fair enough about her. Uh, Let's go into the sports world now. If anybody's watching the NBA, uh, let me just say why. Uh, Why are you wasting your time? But the Philadelphia 76ers, I guess, are still in the playoffs, and, and that's for my boy J.D. What's up, J.D.? Got Sixers. You got a guy on your team, though, that we, we got to talk about. This, this, is, this is abysmal, that you're going to pay somebody millions upon millions of dollars for this. Ben Simmons. And I'm not a fan of this player, Ben Simmons, at all. He had a little documentary come out. He went to LSU for a year so he could get ready for the NBA. I guess he's from Australia. Now, he was a one and dunner because he wasn't good enough to come from high school. He was a first-round pick after he played a year at LSU. How many, he took a kid's scholarship away from LSU who might still you know, have, have been able to use that. But this kid knew he was going to the pros. Didn't care about campus life. Didn't care about any of that stuff. Just wanted to get through his season, didn't care about his grades, didn't give a shit about anything. Went to the NBA, and now he's getting paid. Yep, he got his. But I tell you what, if I was a GM with the Philadelphia 76ers, this motherfucker would be gone. So far this postseason, Ben Simmons has gone 22 for 67 from the free throw line. That's 32%. That's 5% lower than Shaquille O'Neal. When Shaquille O'Neal has a better free throw percentage than you, and you aren't half the player that Shaq was, I would fire you. He went 4 for 14 in Philadelphia, game 5 loss to Atlanta. Wait, hold on. I, I want to see something here. Uh, ESPN, uh, NBA, let's see. Uh-huh. Uh, when was that? 17th? June, oh, come on. Wait, wait a second. June 19th. Is that today? June 18th is today. Okay, let's go to this thing. I want I want to see what they lost. I, I don't I don't want tickets. No, I, I don't want fucking tickets to this miserable fucking game. I want GameCast. There we go. Oh dear God. They lost game five, 
the guy missed 10 free throws in the game. He lost the game. The game before they lost, 103 to 100. He is responsible for all their losses. How do you have a guy on your team like that? That's easy. Game, the game is easy when you got some idiot like that on the court. Foul him. Wow, Shaq went to LSU as well. Is all the gator meat-making players go blind at the stripe? That, I didn't even think that. I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it took me a minute to get all that right there. That's embarrassing. That you're a professional basketball player. Shaq was seven foot four, three hundred pounds, dominated the inside. Ben Simmons plays for the 76ers. That's what I can say. Notice the word dominates is not anywhere in there. He plays for the 76ers. Oh yeah, it's hack a bin time. I would hack this motherfucker till he's black and blue. I, I would be shooting the fucking foul in the first quarter. My team would be shooting fouls in the first quarter. I'm going to foul him six times. Every time he touches the ball, I'm slapping the shit out of him. That's embarrassing. God, I hate the modern athlete. And speaking of hating the modern athlete, Okay, I, I, I don't talk a lot about this idiot because I, I truly do think he's an idiot, and that's this Logan Paul character. Okay. Hey, look, look, I'm falling for it because I'm talking about him. Logan Paul is this Internet guy who rose to fame, and he got in trouble because he showed people hanging themselves in the Japanese hanging forest, and that's a big, big no-no. Uh, but he's still super-duper popular. He makes millions of dollars a year. Well, he just uh, he got into boxing. He started fighting some people, and then recently he fought against Floyd Mayweather. Now, Logan Paul weighed 193 pounds going into that fight. I believe he was about 37 pounds heavier than May- Mayweather. That, 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 that's a lot in boxing. That's a lot, and that's probably one reason why this wasn't an actual sanctioned fight, and that's why there weren't any judges there. Because they would never allow a fight like that to happen today. Now, afterwards, he said something. Now, and and this is a guy who who likes to be held to the fire for when he says shit. So, I, I look, man, I might make it my own personal goal, and yes, I'm trying to gain attention for myself as well here, too. This name was mentioned to him while he was doing his podcast. He said, someone mentioned Mike Tyson. Like, how funny is it? One one grade at a time, or is it like you can only fight one fight one? Only fight one. Logan goes on to say that my lawyer mentioned it, and he was like, no, Tyson will rip your head off. You don't have a chance. I'm like, bro, I literally just went through all of this. You can't tell me I can't beat Mike Tyson, bro. He's old, old. Logan Paul, 
Well, let me let me just say right now. Let Mike Tyson's looking for a fight. Oh, I, I I'm giddy about this one. I I am truly giddy about the. Let's go. Now this is a fight I would want to get on pay per view. You see, Floyd's all about the money. Floyd is all about money. Floyd doesn't give two shits about people respecting him. Doesn't care because he got money. Fuck you, he's rich. He can say that. Mike Tyson, though, on the other hand, is a man about respect. Mike Tyson had all the money. He did all that shit, Floyd. Now he wants respect. And if Logan Paul thinks that he can beat Mike Tyson, which he obviously does, then then do it there, playboy. Show us. Challenge Mike Tyson to a fight. Challenge him. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Now you have to take it. I double dog dared you. If you don't take it, Logan, you're yellow. You ain't no fighter. You're a fake fighter. Just like your little brother. By the way, let your little brother take on Canelo. Let that happen. Then let's talk. You against Tyson, Canelo against your younger brother. I like it. I like it. Those those fighters, they can make a ton of money on all the pay-per-view buys because I'm buying that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let, let me just tell you what happens in the first fight. The first fight, uh, Canelo knocks that kid out in, like, I don't know, eight seconds. Then he dresses him up like a donkey and parades him around selling churros to the rest of the fans. That's what he does. And it's only going to be topped by when Mike Tyson knocks out Logan Paul. He shows him what it's like in prison. I'm just saying. They might fold laundry together. It might be a shower rape scene. I don't know. But Mike Mike Tyson's going to show him around the yard. I'll tell you what. If this fight were to happen, I would want to go to this fight. And I, I would I would work my way up to the front somehow. I would yell, hey Mike, Logan called you a and I would say I would I would hard R that motherfucker. Mike Tyson against Shaquille O'Neal in an octagon, who you got? Probably Shaq. And the reason being is in an octagon. Boxers don't know how to do that stuff. Boxers are fighters. They're punchers. You take them off their feet, they have nothing. Shaq has done some grappling, and he's I think he's done a couple mixed martial arts fights. If he And, and he's got a fucking reach like there's no tomorrow. Give him Lamachenko, he'd fuck him up, even with the size difference. Oh, no, 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 no. I want Iron Mike Tyson. I want Mike Tyson against Logan Paul. That's all, all I want for Christmas this year is that fight. And by the way, if Logan Paul, I can see why Mike Tyson would turn it down. Mike Tyson would turn it down because he knows that Logan Paul's not a real fighter. 
That's why he wanted to fight Evander Holyfield. Let me just let, let, let's just let's just clear this up about people like Logan Paul and Mike Tyson. When you go to a country club or to a, 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 a you know a public golf course, they always have a golf pro there. Now this person is a golf professional. What it takes to be a golf professional. There's classwork involved. There is a play-in. You have to be able to play. You have to be at least like a, a, a at a two or better, I think. I, I'm not sure what they are now. You have to do a play-in. And then there's all kind of classes that you have to go to. You have to go and learn about ergonomery or wh- whatever it is, the, the earth thing, about grass and things like that. you got to learn all kinds of stuff. And then you become a golf professional. Now, a lot of people think that those are the same people that can go out and play in what we saw yesterday at the U.S. Open. And let me tell you, there is an enormous world of difference. Go out there if you're, I don't know, an 18 to a 10 handicap and play with a golf pro, somebody who works at a local golf course. They're going to kick the shit out of you, okay? Now, when you put that golf pro against a pro golfer, that golf pro is now you. A lot of those guys have handicaps that are usually around scratch to about plus four. Reasonable. That means they're great players. When Tiger Woods was the the number one player in the world for so long, his handicap was like minus 8.9. And your handicap isn't what your average is. A lot of people think it's what your average is. It's what you're capable of shooting over a number of times. So it kind of fucks with you. So if you shoot 100 one day and 70, it brings your fucking handicap way down because now you're like, oh, wait a second, you're capable of shooting that. Tiger Woods was capable of shooting like almost 63 in every fucking round he played. That's so much better than anybody else. Mm. I like that one. Logan Paul versus Ronda Rousey. And we kill the loser and sacrifice the winner. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Love that. That is good stuff right there. Uh, all right. Oh, I saw this story. Wait, before I get before I get to this other story, I gotta do this. The lady who used the gorilla glue in her hair. I can't make shit like this up, dude. <laughs> she has launched a hair care line. <laughs> no, no, no. No, he's not retarded. Oh, she is. She really is. <laughs> Tessica Brown has launched Forever Hair after she had to undergo surgery to get ultrasound glue out of her hair when she doused it with Gorilla Glue. But buying buying hair supplies from this woman is like like letting Bill Cosby be a bartender at your kid's birthday party. 
she has hair care products. Really. Is her number one hair care prayer product nothing from Gorilla Glue? Oh, my God. You can't make stuff up like this. You really can't. That this woman who was so stupid, and, and I, I, I'm only calling her stupid because of her actions. So before anybody, oh, Arnie, be right. I'm not being anything. I'm being Arnie. That's what I'm being. Bitch is stupid for putting Gorilla Glue in her hair. And, and that, okay, hey, welcome to Arnie State's fucking dietitian. There you go. That's what it's like. I, I'm doing some side work. I, I'm, I'm, I'm training people at the gym as well. Lord. It's like Helen Keller working at Lens Crafters. Better, worse. Her hair care line is going to be fucking incredible. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Now, there is a, uh, there's an equation going around. I'm going to put the equation here. And I'm going to give you guys time to solve it. Oh, jeez. Dang God. Where's that one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we we can go uh, shift. No, not that one. We go. I could just go divide. You guys know what the divided sign looks like, right? Eight divided by. Hold on a second. I got it somewhere. Two. All right, did I get it all in there? Okay, and now, there we go. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Uh, I went from 275 to 345 <laughs> as a member of the Arnie State's total gym at Total Works. I went from 275 to 345 in only six months. <laughs> okay, so. The math question I have put up on the Mixler board is 8 divided by 2, and then parentheses, 2 plus 2. What is your answer? Ask family. A lot of people writing down. Stack car has one. 
Alicia has 16. Ken Dog has one. Ogre has one. Hangtown Jen has 16. Joseph's 21 has tw uh, one as well. Well, the answer is do 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 do. Does this thing play? Oh, it doesn't even play. Oh, that sucks. All right. The answer is one. You always do the parentheses first. You start over there. So two plus two equals four. That's the first thing you do. Then it always goes addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. You go in that order. Two times four is eight. Divided by eight equals one. Ta-da! Look. That's the answer. See, being a math major didn't go to waste. Exactly. Somebody wrote on there. <laughs> Rapper says, do your listeners remember order of operation? Yeah, exa that's exactly what it is. You got to do the parentheses first, then addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. Division is always the last. So there you go. So when somebody, I, the, and there's a reason. There's a reason why I did this. This is going around. This is going to be in offices. And I want you guys to squash their shit when they come to you with it. Yeah, yeah, the answer is one. Don't go uh, look at it. Do the math. Go. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it's one. And that way, if they say it's 16, then you can tell them. No, it's not. Because Arnie State said so. Bam. That shit just happened. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... Oh, in the immortal words of Eminem, guess who's back? Back again. Murder Hornets! Yay! Oh, if 2020 doesn't come back around to sting us in the ass yet again. Murder Hornets have been spotted in uh, Washington State near Seattle earlier this month. Experts from the agencies believe that male hornet is from a prior season as males typically don't service until at least July. They aren't sure how it ended up there. The USDA plant administrator announced plans to survey Sonomish to determine whether hornets have formed a nest there. Murder hornets derive their name from the ability to swarm honeybee nests, killing large swaths of them. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally, and I still fucked it up. <laughs> oh. oh, that's funny. That is funny, funny stuff. So once again, the, the state of Washington responsible for murder hornets. You know, that, that plague that was going to take us over. Like, if we didn't stay inside, I, I thought it was a trick from the government. If we didn't stay inside for COVID, they were going to release these murder hornets on us. Oh, no, anything but the dreaded murder hornets that no one ever saw. 
Oh, I think they're a thing. I think they're a thing that we... Let me ask, California, did you guys ever get the story? Like, growing up here in Texas, we always heard about the colonized African bees. I just thought it was, like, the news kind of being racist because they didn't like anything from Africa. But but it, it turned out, like, the killer bees. Every single year, we had to hear about the colonized African killer bees. And by the way, they never showed up. <laughs> no, they weren't that bee coot. Oh, I'm so going to work on that today. That's going to be fun shit. <laughs> the killer bees got beat by the British Bulldogs. Oh, man. Oh, God. Back when wrestling was great. Oh, I miss the good old days of wrestling. Uh, all right, let's do it, shall we? Let's get back to our uh, what, what, what this day is all about. Yes, indeed. It is about celebrity. Celebrity. talk about TV dads. By the way, hey dads out there, if by chance, hold on, let's get it on. If by chance you get something really shitty, please send it to me and let me know what it is. That way we can talk about it Monday. Uh, th- this show is your venting hole to vent about the shit you get this weekend or what you had to do. I promise you that. You can come here Monday. And by the way, everything that happens here stays here. So nobody will tell your wife or kids. There you go. Because I am a man of my word on that. I ain't going to tell them. What's on sale now? Neil McCoy. Nobody wants to see Neil McCoy. Herb McCoy, which is his real name. Filipino fella. Uh, all right, here we go. First matchup. First matchup in the second round. Whew. Here, oh, man, did I make this one tough. A man who once said, who was once a part of the dirtiest thing ever said on television, when June Cleaver said, Ward, weren't you a little hard on the beaver last night? Ladies and gentlemen, I am giving you the man, the myth, the legend himself, Ward Cleaver taking on a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. Do, 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 do. One's a retard. The other one disowned. So there you go. Mike Brady, Ward Cleaver. Ward Cleaver, Mike Brady, ass family, who you got?
to stop this fight. Oh my God, he's dead. Good God. Mike Brady loses badly to Ward Cleaver. I'm sorry, Ward the Beaver Destroyer Cleaver. All right. Next one up. A man who held a family together in the projects by working so many jobs, he didn't know how many. He had more jobs than he did have kids. Until one day, his life was snuffed out because he couldn't come to agreement on a contract extension. I give you James Evans from Good Times. Damn, damn, damn. Taking on the one. The only Archie Bunker. James Evans, Archie Bunker, ass family. I have to ask, who ya got? James Evans, but Archie Bunker came from way behind and wins from all in the family. Next matchup. Oh, boy, these are heavyweights right here. This one is a big one. I give you the one, the only man who once scored four touchdowns for Polk High School and then sold ladies' shoes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Al Bundy. Taking on a man who for years stole from his children, shot up, got high in front of them, did all sorts of horrible, horrendous things, but he was still their daddy. I give you Frank Gallagher from Shameless. Al Bundy, Frank Gallagher. Ass family, who you got? Stop the fight right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Al Bundy. It was like Frank Gallagher was playing high school football against him. 
Who knows? They might have been. Same time period. All right, here we go. Last one to wrap it all up. You ready, ass family? I give you the dad who was so disappointed that he never had sons, and one of his daughters went blind. I give you the man, the myth, the legend, Charles Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie, also known as Pa, taking on a guy we thought was all clean cut and polished until we saw his stand up and saw how dirty and despicable Bob Saget can be. I give you Danny Tanner. Charles Ingalls, Danny Tanner. Ass family, who ya got? this one now yeah we can stop this one now this one is over and Danny Tanner moves on now to see who is etched on to the sides of Mount Rushmore of TV dads and then we will get their order next but first as family I ask you this question who you got between the father of Theodore, a.k.a. the Beaver, and Wally Waldo Cleaver. Ward Cleaver, ladies and gentlemen, taking on... Archie! Archie! Oh, come finger my butthole! Archie Bunker from All in the Family. Ward Cleaver, Archie Bunker, ass family. Who you got? Bunker moves on. And is in the Mount Rushmore of TV Dads. Who will now join? It is down to a shoe salesman from the mean streets of Chicago, Illinois, who played football for Polk High, and he is a legend. I give you Al Bundy. And he is taking on the dad from Full House. The man who was not able to have any sons had three daughters, played by four girls. I give you Danny Tanner. Ask family. Al Bundy, Danny Tanner, 
who you got. cannot come back from that. It is over. The founder of No Ma'am, Al Bundy, is on the Mount Rushmore. It is set. We just now have to see who's the face of it. Will it be Fred G. Stanford? Will it be Peter Griffin, Archie Bunker, or Al Bundy? Ask family, only you can decide, and you will decide that in the next segment. Why don't you sit right back and I, I may tell you a tale, a tale of three little pigs and a big bad wolf.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Yeah, I haven't played either one of them songs in a long time. Got the green jelly and then the lumberjack song. There you go. Uh, that, that's just a fun Friday there for you. Uh, it is the Arnie State Show. Uh, we are we are about to figure out the Mount Rushmore of TV dads, the order of them. We have the Mount Rushmore set. Uh, but I've got a few more stories before we do that, before I kick you out of here for the weekend. Still trying to figure out how I'm going to do this TikTok video, the Super Knacker thing. <gasps> Ooh, I'll see. Oh, I'll see. Ah, I can stitch it on. Oh, hey, ah, that's what I want to try. Okay, okay. Okay, I figured maybe somebody. I don't know. Uh, okay, be happy that you live in America and, and you don't have to do shit like this. This was over in Ukraine. This is how, I guess, uh, relationship counselors work over there. This is about Alexander Kudele and Victoria Pustinov, both from the Ukraine. Okay, so thick, heavy East Eastern European accents. Think, think bad guy and bad chick in every movie that you've ever seen. Okay? He looks like a typical kind of Igor-type chick. And she likes like she looks like an evil chick that's hot. Okay, that, that that's pretty much it right there. Their relationship was on again, off again. They said they loved each other, they wanted to be together, but ah, so they decided that they would spend 123 days handcuffed together. And wouldn't you know, on day 124. They broke up. What did you think was going to happen? As the chains uh, came off, the pair said they couldn't wait to go their separate ways. Ways. I want to live my own independent life and grow as an independent person, said Victoria, who shouted hooray as she was cut free. Now it's off to the lucrative world of human trafficking from the Ukraine, hopefully for her. I am finally free, she added. Nope, not anymore. Alexander, who came up with the idea, said that she wanted to break up, thank their supporters who followed them on Instagram. Now, you got to think about this. They're chained together for 123 days. You know what that means. So he, he's, he, he's dropping a deuce, and she's right there. She's dropping a deuce. He's right there. She's taking care of Aunt Flo. He's right there. I wonder why they broke up. Boy, there's, look, look, you, you couples that can live together and then work together, and be with each other 24, no, uh-uh, no. In Russia, deuce drops you. Well, that's a bad idea. I don't think Mike can hold this shit for 120 days. No fucking way. I'd spend a minute handcuffed to him mid-bowel movement. Like, we are on the same train. Amen to that. No. No. Mm-mm. I, I don't care. I don't care who it is. 
I, I don't care. 123 days, can't catch somebody? No, I'm not in prison. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I'm totally shocked and uh, aghast that these two kids broke up. Now, this is one of those incidents where I don't necessarily I, I don't necessarily I, I, I want to say one guy is wrong, but then I have to go, well, the rules are a dad is publicly shaming a neighbor who reported his family's tree fort to the homeowners association. Now, 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 look. First of all, I hate HOAs. I think HOAs are the most Nazi-esque groups in America. These are people that have zero power in any part of their life, yet they become an HOA member or a leader of it, and now they're going to rule like Stalin. Okay. Uh, the dad who goes by first name Dave printed out a scathing letter that condemned his neighbor's tattling, according to a snapshot. A sporting plastic sheet over and two green tracks that were hammered into the offending tree. The open letter confronts the anonymous neighbor who reported him to the HOA. Dear anonymous passerby, don't worry, you're safe now. Your act of casual cruelty was uh, successful. The complaint you lodged with the HOA was heard. They had me take down the small tree fort that I had built in this location with my sons during the pandemic. No longer will his presence offend your walk past my house. Please enjoy your stroll free from the sound of my children's playing and laughter. They are safely back inside now watching television, I'm sure. Every unobstructed view of my backyard, I will try to keep up to code. as much as I want to be on this dad's side. I, I, I really I really want to be because he built a, a treat fort for his kids during the pandemic. He had fucking great quality time. You know the rules. I'm sorry, but you know the rules. My HOA tried to tickle me for having grass that was above five inches till I started measuring everyone else's grass and sending them pictures. Same with parking on the street. They'll leave you alone after that. Well, sometimes they will. I, I mean, for stuff like that. This dad needs some vigilante cojones. Look, 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 look. That, this is the thing. Look, I, I understand that when, look, Alicia, I get it. I totally understand. I get it. I totally get it. And and some places the HOAs are cool. They don't they don't give a shit. They just want to watch out for their neighborhood. That's what they're there for. And then you have some HOAs that have people that that are small. Whether they have gigantic egos and think they run your household to where okay, so this guy built a tree fort and everybody looks the other way. 
What happens when somebody paints their house bright pink? Only one person complains. You're going to be okay living next to a pink house? Then what's after that? What do, where, where, do you, where do you finally – see, that's the problem here. This is why I'm dead set against HOAs. I don't have a problem with people building a tree fort in their backyard. They own the fucking property. This is why I don't understand HOAs. Did the HOA buy that whole plot of land? Did you buy that house from the Homeowners Association? I hate HOAs. I think they're the most criminal things in our country. I get it, man. I get the frustration. I want to be there for this guy. Yeah, like, like, okay, at least as we live in an HOA community that is there for maintaining our private road that isn't gated. There's always some asshole who gets all fucking uppity and then they need to be knocked down in their place. Sure. People often buy an HOA for comfort, uh, comfort it, and for rules. You don't move into a vegetarian community and kill your neighbor's pets for a barbecue. I get it. I, I, that, that's, the, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm sorry that you got to follow the rules there. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't walk into to a health food store and ask where their pizza is because they ain't got it. It's a health food store. Dad needed to end the letter with, you're a fucking bitch. That's what Alicia would have done. Whoa, Alicia is now speaking in third person. She's fired up. You know what you do? You know what you do before you, this is what you do. You let the HOA vote on it. Before dad gets mad and takes it down, have him go to the, in front of the HOA and see if they'll vote on it. That way at least you're given a shot. And, and, and a shot to plead your case. But I, I know that there's going to be somebody on that HOA that has probably heard my show. And says, well, look, what do we then have to give into? Because I would imagine in this HOA, just think about this. In the neighborhood that you live in, let's say that you live in an actual neighborhood where there are children playing out and stuff and that. And there were a number of basketball hoops. Wouldn't you want the HOA, or, or there were no basketball hoops, and all of a sudden you got a new neighbor who walk, moves in, and now they have a basketball hoop, and they put it up so they can spend time shooting hoops with their son. Now, moving in, they knew the rule, and you hear that constant bounce, 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 bang, You're going to be quiet? You're going to report them? My husband built an awesome treehouse of my boys that has two zip lines. If someone came out and bitched, I'd lose my shit. I would point a McDonald's lady at their house and tell them that they won't let them mix their slushies. <laughs> Fuck 
that. I don't want her. I want the McDonald's employee. I, 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 want, I want the McDonald's employee. You, hey, and, and tell the employee, that person called your boss a bitch. Tag that gal in. Yeah, I, look, man, I, I want this guy to be able to have his treehouse up, but you knew the rules going in. Yeah, you knew you couldn't do that. I try to appeal it with them and, and give them your story because everybody's got a story. Did they say no basketball hoops because they don't want black people in the neighborhood? Fucking racists. These OHO people are the same people that vote in crazy socialist libs then complain when they don't recognize their own country anymore. Oh, this HOA is going to do all the good stuff. It's going to be the sunshine and rainbows. I don't mind giving up my freedoms for peace and security. Then Stalin shows up. Yeah. I've done appraisals for homes sold in HOAs. I literally have seen the realtors say uh, off-street parking for boat RV, and yet HOA clearly says no boat RV storage on property. I ex- exclude the value of the parking ability as it is against the HOA rules and thus has no value. Wow. Because they do run things. you, you got to admit, they do, and I, I hate it. I do not like it, not at all. Mm-mm. But you know what? Let's cheer us all up. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. <laughs> Dave Coe says, wouldn't it be funny if McDonald's manager said, I'm sorry, we don't mix colors here? <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Dad definitely needs to appeal it, use the mental health of his children from unconstitutional lockdowns and being a reason for his kids needing the structure. Exactly. Florida authorities respond to not one, but two shark attacks yesterday. Come on. Cut If you know one's out there, why don't you close the beach, dummies? Volusia County officials responded to separate incidents when a 12-year-old boy and a 71-year-old man were ratcheted by sharks. The boy visiting from Cocoa Beach was bitten in the right calf. The man was standing in waist-deep water with his boogie board in New Smyrna Beach when the shark right foot. Volusia County Beach rescued 15 people on Monday due to various incidents in the water. Due to various incidents in the water? Are you talking about that? 15? I mean, if you're going to have two, you're going to need to go ahead and shut down the beach. We got some hungry sharks around here. And I know, I know, they don't like the taste of human beings. Well, they don't know that until they try it, do they? Fuck sticks. When are people going to learn? When are people going to listen to me? I'm trying to save your lives, people. That, that, that's all I'm trying to do. That, that's it. That ocean, 
Let, let me say this phrase. You're going to learn this phrase in an upcoming show I'm doing. Nature is not your friend. Just have that glued on your forehead. Nature is not your friend. And I'm going to tell you why it's not your friend on another story. Um, the National Park Service is offering up quote-unquote hilarious bear safety tips to tourists after a string of close encounters. Well, <laughs> there is nothing more hilarious, let me tell you, then, than a fucking bear attacking and ripping out your stomach. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, that bear is eating a person's brain. <laughs> Here's one of the signs. Don't run up and push the bear and do not push a slower friend down. Even if you feel the friendship has run its course, waka waka. Do not immediately drop to the ground and play dead. Bears can sense overreacting. Are they are they trying out for fucking star search? These are park rangers. This isn't something to laugh and guffaw about. Because if you laugh and guffaw about it, so will the people in the park. They'll see a bear and they'll think it's funny. Yes, this I, Douglas, I'm not making this up. This is this is a hundred percent real. Don't use friends as bait. If a bear clacks its teeth, sticks out its lips, hoofs its woofs, or slaps the ground with its paws, it's warning you that you're too close. See, that, that, that should be a sign. It's not. Running to a tree or frantically climbing a tree may provoke a bear to chase you. If the friend you pushed down somehow made it up the tree and now is extending you a hand, there's a good chance you're not getting up that tree. Karma's a bear. Jesus Christ. No, look, look, look. This is one of the ads they have up. You got to scroll down a third of the way, maybe a little bit further. And you'll see the friends don't use friends as bear bait. I'm fat and slow. That's why I don't go camping where bears are. Because nobody else has to outrun the bear. They just have to outrun me. Exactly. When they slap the ground, they're not threatened. They're just challenging you to a dance-off, bruh. <laughs> Did no one see break into electric boogaloo? Ogre is 110,000% correct. That bear just wants to have a dance-off. It's like in American Pie, American Wedding. Am I the only pet person that takes bear attacks seriously anymore? Once again, what's the phrase that pays, kids? Nature is not your 
friend. Well, you know whose fault this is? Grizzly Adams. Because his bear did all these nice gestures, and it was just to tell him hi and shit. Childhood TV shows got me thinking all wrong about bear's behavior. Well, let's go. Let's go after Dan Perkins. That son of a bitch. He's dead. Let's go after the creators of Grizzly Adams and say false advertising. Grizzlies are not friendly. I wonder, do they still show that show today? Do they have to put up a, a, a warning beforehand? Warning, these were actually trained bears. Do not try to live in the wilderness with bears. Fucking Christ. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. We have another story of something gone wrong during oral sex. Oh, God. You know, you know I love these stories. The, the bad part, I read all the way through this. This is a really horrible, sad story. But on one side, it's funny. The story is about Alex Marino. He's 32 years old. He's in San Jose. Decided to go out to the Agave Sports Bar and Grill. Now, as he was there, by the way, he, he, he showed up there in his work truck. Uh, let, let, let's give the company full credit for uh, trusting this man with a, a car. Uh, the Benicia-based Quality Erectors and Construction Company. So he drove that to the bar where uh, he was thrown out after being there for about an hour, hour and a half. Thrown out after trying to, uh, to pick up women. Now, he did end up taking one of the gals home with him, a 24-year-old woman who has not been named. And her parents are thanking God of that. Because they got to his truck, his work truck, and once again, that is, uh, what is that, the place from Benicia? Yes, uh, the Quality Erectors and Constructions Company. Dude got to his car with the gal. Things got a little hot and heavy, and she started to go downtown on him. That's right, performing a tad bit of the fellatio, if you will, and says she did not realize that the truck was in gear and actually running. It got up to about 45 miles an hour before it hit three people and pinned them to the bar. Yeah, yeah. Oops-a-daisy. The, the, the woman and two men, the woman was killed. She died about three hours after the crash with terrible leg injuries. Two guys are going to make it. Marino was asked to leave the bar because he appeared drunk. He was seen using cocaine, trying to take off a lady's shirt. The woman told investigators she started to perform oral sex on him, didn't realize the truck was moving. Security guard said the truck was still revving after impact. 
A guard had to re-engage the transmission on the truck to stop the car. They pulled Moreno out of the truck. and I like how they wrote, and detained him until police arrived. Beat the living shit out of him. And rightfully so. By the way, no charges on the gal. Wow. You would think that being a contractor working for quality erectors it, it, of Benicia would be the apex of jobs. I bet every male employee smiles when he says, I work at quality erections. <laughs> no shit. Well, I tell you what, that is not good. He had, he had the work truck. Oh, boy. Oof. Well, they didn't beat him up too much unless they gave him internal injuries. Let's see his, his mug shot. That, what a piece of garbage. God damn. God damn. Did I do everything there? Yeah, I did everything. Look at that. All right. Kick ass. That is all the stories we've got today, huh? Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's do this, shall we? Let's uh, let, let let's play. Let let's finish this game, shall we? This game that we like to call Celebrity Ass Death Match. T V Man, first round great, second round great amazing and we have a final four in place we have Fred G. Sanford of Sanford and Son we have Peter Griffin of Family Guy we have Archie Bunker all in the family and of course let's get it on the one and only Al Bundy so let's get this party started right right Let's start it off with the first matchup here. As I have to wait for this fucking ad because I did not bookmark the page. Because I am not that smart. They're saying that he drove the truck through the bar while getting a blowjob. Did I understand that right? Yes, sir. You you, you are, as we would call... Correct the mundo. All right, there you go. Uh, all right, now we're ready to start here. All right, so first matchup, ladies and gentlemen. A man from St. Louis, Illinois, or St. Louis, Missouri, made his way out to Watts and started an empire with he and his son of junk collectors. I give you the greatest junk man in the world, Fred G. Sanford, taking on an icon of icons. Once you see his green pants and animation, you know exactly that it is going to be Peter Griffin. Roadhouse. And that's all you really need. So, ask family, I ask you the simple question. Fred Sanford, Peter Griffin, who ya got?
my God, ladies and gentlemen, we are tied. Alicia has put us over the top. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin is moving on to the finals. And he will face the winner of this matchup right here, right now. The man from uh, All in the Family who uttered a lot of bad, politically incorrect things for a lot of years, but it was fucking funny as shit and still is. I give you Archie Bunker taking on Polk High School football legend, ladies' shoe salesman of the year, 1982 through 7. I give you Al Bundy, Archie Bunker, Al Bundy, ass family, who you got. Chicago. Oh my God. It all comes down to this matchup right here a battle of TV dads, both from the Fox family. First one up animated superstar extraordinaire Peter Griffin. Ah, uh, Scoozy. Babbity Boopy. Kick calls, huh? Babbity Boopy. Taking on the one and only Al Bundy, Peter Griffin, Al Bundy, greatest TV dad ass family. Who you got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana, Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. In bunches, I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't no phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce that Al Bundy is, is the champion.
of greatest television dad and will be the face of the Mount Rushmore of TV dads in honor of Father's Day this weekend. And that is a wrap on today's broadcast. Ask family, I say thank you so much, as always, for being here and being such a big part of this show. Uh, For your dads this weekend, look, as a guy who would trade everything for one more minute with his dad, Take care of your dads this weekend, ass family. Until Monday, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Y'all have a great weekend. Adios, everybody. I got a feeling called the blues. Oh, Lord, since my baby said goodbye. Hey, Lord, I don't know what to do.
you a little bit late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.